AM950 sitting in for the lovely Brett Johnson. You have me, the host of Ellie Tuborneo Radio, usually at this time slot on Mondays. But now you have me on Thursday. I am here for the next hour live, something I don't get to do very often. And I am here to talk with you. Um, human to human, I am. I am just um, ecstatic. Uh, to a large degree because we are getting closer and closer and closer to be able to say President Joe and Veep Kamala. And uh, I'm, I, I just can't tell you how excited I am about that. Um, and on top of that, we've got the holidays coming up. Um, I am a trainer on human inclusivity, um, among other things, in addition to being a, a well-renowned and uh, known radio host. That was said tongue-in-cheek. And yesterday, I got to do my last training for the year. So 121 trainings or talks this year. I don't think that's too shabby <laughs> considering uh, the pandemic. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good right now. And so for our show here... Today, for the next uh, whatever minute it is, 53 minutes until I am gone from you, this is kind of free agency Thursday. You can call me and raise any topic, any subject that you want. I'm going to give you a prompt in a second. But I am open to really anything that you want to talk about. Now, for those of you who – oh, by the way, you can call at 952-946-6205. Ah, I'll probably say that about 40 times before the show is over. Um, because I love hearing from listeners. I do. I don't get to do that very often. My show, LE 2.0 Radio, which I'm going to explain right now, is usually taped. Although Monday, coming up, Monday the 21st, it actually will be live. We will have Larry McDonough on there who is a, a renowned uh, lawyer on uh, landlord-tenant law. He's doing eviction defense work. He's going to come and talk on the 21st about – What's going on in Minnesota and the country right now around evictions in light of the corona, coronavirus and uh, the you know the pandemic uh, stay on on uh, for protecting tenants. But uh, for those of you who don't know me, I am a hopeless idealist. I am. I am somebody who believes in the goodness of all humans. I do. I mean 98% of us are good people, 2% total sociopath, but the other 98% of us are good. And um, you know, I know that uh, AM 950, I love this station. It is a progressive station. I love progressives. I am a progressive. But I know that the station is largely about politics. And oddly enough, I am not. <laughs> oddly enough, what I am is I am a unifier, not a divider. I am. And so uh, for this show, for the dead air, the, unless somebody calls me and talks to me, which please do at 952-946-6205, um, I'm going to talk about the goodness of humans. But I will put out a prompt. For those of you who are wondering, well, why? what would I talk with her about um, on, on the radio here? And, and notwithstanding the 
a decidedly masculine voice, I can assure you, I am female. Right now, I'm looking at you with more than shoulder-length blonde hair. Um, fitted into, I think these are somewhere around size four jeans, um, and not looking too shabby for a 63-year-old chick. So uh, not that I'm like all high on myself either. Please understand that. But let me give you a prompt in case you're like wondering, what would I talk to Ellie about? And here's the prompt. It's the, you know, season of giving. Uh, soon we will be upon Christmas Day. Coming, coming, what, eight days from now? And, um, and so here's the question. What one gift have you gotten or given this year that stands out among all other gifts? What one gift have you gotten or given uh, this year that stands out among all other gifts? And I know, I mean, it's, it's before Christmas and, you know, who knows – Maybe you're going to give a gift on Christmas uh, that's going to stand out, and certainly you can tell us about that as well. But um, in a second, I'll tell you about the one gift that stood out for me uh, this year. Um, and a little bit further about my radio show that comes this time on Mondays. So LE 2.0 Radio is about um, idealism. And so on that show, I highlight uh, people who are working to change the world or who have passed but we're working to change the world. Like think, uh, you know, think John Lewis, okay, who we lost uh, this year, as well as we lost Elijah Cummings, and we lost other people this year. Uh, we lost RBG. Oh my God! And so my show is about idealism. I usually have somebody on the show who is an idealist trying to change the world, and then I talk a little bit about my work as an idealist, hopeless idealist that would be. So there you go, LA Two Point Radio. Um, when I'm not here, uh, sitting in for Brett Johnson, who does all kinds of great stuff, has a great, great show himself. Okay, so if you want to call me, you can, it's free agency Thursday. You can call me and talk about anything. But if you want to specifically respond to the prompt, the prompt is what was the one gift that you got or gave this year that stands out among all of the gifts? And so here's the gift that I got this year. So, um, like many of you, great anxiety about the um, pre-presidential election, great anxiety. On top of that, I live in downtown Minneapolis, soon to be living in Victoria, but I live in downtown Minneapolis, um, you know, three blocks from Nicollet Mall and uh, about six blocks from Lake Street and so it has been – with COVID, with the unrest, it has been a tough year. And so going into the presidential election, it was quite stressful for me, very stressful. Um, I'm transgender. That probably explains everything right now. And I feared that if um, the current occupant of the White House was reelected, that he would – and his cronies would work to simply really erase me and people from my community entirely from society. So I like had a lot of a lot of stress. And uh, we got to election day. Now I happen to be a mentor to a number of young humans, uh, mainly uh, young human women, and I have one mentee in particular 
Um, I, I adore all my mentees, but I have one mentee in particular who is on such an incredible wavelength with me. Her name is Jillian. I actually had, had her on my show in the past because she is an idealist herself. Jillian is just one of those people I can be with her for like maybe 30 seconds and we're both giggling. And she gave me a gift on election day. The gift that she gave me was she gave me her time. She asked me to meet her at Lake Nokomis um, in the afternoon after I voted. And uh, we brought uh, kind of a picnic lunch which consisted of a couple of bottles of wine. I know it's not legal to drink in Lake Nokomis. Please do not narc on me. Um, and we had to kind of hide it just like I was back in high school. And we had wine, we had crackers and cheese and all of that stuff. And do you know what Jillian did with me for about almost three hours? She took my mind off of the election. She had me giggling. I had her giggling too. And all that we did was melt into each other just as dear, dear friends. I've got to tell you, this year, it was absolutely the best gift that anyone could have given me. We sat on a bench right at Water's Edge, and it was beautiful. You may recall that election day was a beautiful day. It was warm. It was sunny. And all that Julie and I did was just sit there and laugh Giggle, remember, because she had been um, my colleague for a year and a half when I ran a nonprofit. Um, she has supported me in a variety of ways. I've supported her as a mentor, and um, it was just wonderful. And really, it was very compassionate on her part to do that for me. Um, and I have a, you know, uh, I train on human inclusivity, and one of the things I train on is I say that, you know, stopping for another human, just stopping what you're doing, giving them attention, giving them time, is compassion. It is, and it's also a gift. So I am, Jillian. I know that you're not listening because you are doing many things in your life, but if by chance you ever do listen to this show. And I've told you this, so this is not a shock. You are so incredibly dear to me, and you were so good to me on election day. I will remember that day until I take my final breath. It was that good and important to me. So, see, listeners, we get gifts of all kinds. So I would love to hear what gift have you gotten this year? or maybe given, that stands out among all other gifts. Give me a call at 952-946-6205. I love hearing from listeners because I'm just like one of those people. Give me a call. Let's interact. You never know what's going to happen. Okay, we're going to have to take a break. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to share some things with you about good things happening in the world. And uh, yeah, I am. So... All right, you're listening to me, Ellie Krug, who has her own show, Ellie 2.0 Radio, on Mondays from 2 to 3 in this time slot. Um, if you want to check me out, go to elliekrug.com. I'll be back in a second for more. Bye. 
All right, listeners, it's me, Ellie Krug, back on AM 950. I am back. Yes. I'm trying to dance to Brett's music, and it does not work. If you've ever watched me on Facebook Live, uh, you know that I dance to the uh, bumper music, but it is so hard to dance to that techno stuff. Okay, well, you've got me. I'm sitting in for Brett, the lovely Brett Johnson on AM 950. And uh, the prompt out there has been, what's been the one gift that you've given or gotten this year? Give me a call at 952-946-6205. I'd love to hear from you. And we have Kathleen from Minneapolis to talk about the gift of knowledge. Kathleen, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, welcome. Uh, Thanks for calling. Well, thank you for having people call in. Oh, sure. The gift that I've gotten over the years has been the gift of knowledge. And I want to point out one friend in particular, Ken Pentel of the Ecology Democracy Network. One thing I do want to mention, though, is that human beings, and I do appreciate that you care about the human beings in this world, but we are actually human animals. And something that he told me recently is something that I find very disturbing, that only 4% of wildlife still exists on this planet, and it is disappearing at a rapid rate. It was disappearing when he first heard about it in the 80s. And believe me, I think I heard about some of that, too. And I, you almost want to block it from your mind because there's nothing you can seem to do about it. But some, at any yeah. rate, I, um, I, want, I hope that somebody can hear this to recognize that we do. We need to take care of this planet. We've destroyed a lot of habitat, wildlife habitat, which also means that a lot of the non-human plant life is gone which is disturbing as well. But I am, I'm glad that you had your friend Jillian who helps you take your mind off election day. Oh, well, uh, Kathleen, thank you. And thanks for calling. And I agree with you, learning more about what's going on in our world and and sometimes the bad stuff that's going on is very important. And I, I, I also am worried about how we are losing animals and fauna and all of that stuff. And I agree, it's happening and we have to stop it. We have to be more cognizant of it. So thanks so very much for calling, Kathleen. Take care and have great holidays, okay? Okay, listeners, so we are, um, you're listening to me, Ellie Krug, and I'm taking calls from anyone who's had a great gift they've gotten this year or that they have given. And in the meantime, let me tell you about a gift um, that I read about. So one of the things that I do in my quest to try and make the world a better place is that I absolutely um, try to reach out to humans. I do. And just like the radio show is one of those things. But I also have a monthly newsletter that goes out to 9,300 people every month. It's called The Ripple. It's named after um, Robert F. Kennedy, a speech that he gave about the ripples of hope. And in my newsletter this month, so it goes out every month. So if you want to uh, sign up for the newsletter or learn more about it, go to elliekrug.com. You'll see on the website uh, a dropdown for it. And I've got a story in there about a pup uh, that was lost but then found. But before I tell you that story, because I've got Flo on the line, I'd rather hear from Flo. Flo, are you there from Minneapolis? You betcha. Hey, Flo, how are you? How's my favorite cockeyed optimist? (laughs) (laughs) Good to hear from you, Flo. How you doing? (laughs) Oh, physically not well. I'd like to respond, though, to your your question of uh, gift. I've had two. Um, One uh, was an actual 
physical gift, someone remembered uh, that I I was looking for and in need of a like a sleep mask to shut out any ambient light, ah. uh, and I I got a gift of uh, of a kitty sleep mask and a, a pair of matching wonderful seam no toe seam socks. Oh wow! Uh, and. I thought, oh, for you to remember that. Right. That's right. And then just out of nowhere, I get this exceptional gift. And then I've had um, uh, someone from uh, AA uh, coming in and and giving me much-needed help because... I tore hell out of the rotator cuff and and everything, so I can't use my right arm. Okay. And uh, and so I've had some just amazing help. Uh, and um, so I you're you're just my favorite sassy, classy, badassy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Flo, I've got other callers, but I want to thank you, and I'm sorry you're going through that with your rotator, but I am thrilled that you gave me a call. It is always so good to hear from you. Yeah, you're the. Uh, this is the only way I can ever speak to you personally, because I don't have the technology yet of um, uh, uh, a cell phone or tablet or ability to go online and okay. do emails, so the only time I can connect with you is when you're live, and I can call in listening on my favorite station, <laughs> AM 950, Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Flo. Take care, and I'll talk to you next time, okay? You betcha. Okay. Bye-bye. So long. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's just great. Okay, we've got Lynette from Chaska. Lynette, I am moving next door to you um, uh, next month. So Ooh, how are yeah. you? <laughs> um, that, is, um, that is a nice place, Victoria. Yes, it is. Yes. So, I, have to, I have to agree with Flo. Yes, you're, you're a sassy lady. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, and, and I appreciate that, too. Now, I'm going to challenge you a little bit today, though. I'm going to challenge you. I want to get challenged. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I... Because a lot of times, you know, I, I hear you'll say you're an idealist and you believe in idealism, and then I, I kind of always look at words and what they mean, and and idealism is one of those things where you know people can live in a bubble with it, yes. you know, and I'm sure you're aware of that. Yep. So be careful with idealism because it can, you know, be where people go to and then they just stay there, and then this is my perfect idea of what I think should be. Yep. But is it connected to the real and everyday living? That's I guess what I think of when I hear the word ideal or idealism, I'm like, well, okay, that's okay, but how is this connect you well, know, with our lives? You and- know, well, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, no, go ahead. You know, the, actually, I usually bill myself as a practical idealist. 
Okay. All right, um, all right. But I've gotten lazy about doing that. So now you're reminding me <laughs> I need to be saying that more often. So, so what, so what, um, what gift have you given or gotten this year that really stands out? Well, you know, I, I really try to look at everything in life and see it all as a gift. I mean, even maybe some of the things that aren't so great are a gift. I mean, I think we can learn from everything. I know that sounds like I'm giving a speech for to be Miss America or something there, but um, I just, I mean, I'm, a, I'm appreciative for uh, the environment. Your call before flow is talking about the environment. I'm appreciative for when I see a butterfly. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm appreciative for, for, you know, kind people, of course. I prefer kind people in my life, but I know those aren't always around. Um, but I think there's something to be looked at in everything that I, that I can appreciate. So I always try to do that in my life as much as I can. And so I guess if that's a gift, then I guess that's a gift in, in everything. Okay, well, Lynette, thank you for calling. I've got to take a break here, but I really appreciate you calling, and thank you for the reminder about the idealism, okay? (laughs) All right. And maybe I'll be seeing you soon, neighbor. Take care, all All right? right. Okay, Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, listeners, we've got to take a break. When I come back, call in. I'd love hearing from you. We'll be back in a second. Thanks. AM 950, Ellie, Ellie Krug here, my producer, Patrick. He went at my request and got me some 10,000 Maniacs for bumper music. And you need, you did not, if you're watching on Facebook Live, I don't even know if we're on Facebook Live, but assuming we are, if you watched, you saw me really seat dancing. So oh, thank you, Patrick. Thank you for giving me some, like, real music for this show. Everyone, if it sounds like I am having fun, it is because I am. <laughs> I don't get to be live very often. I really don't. Oh, and by the way, I need to do a plug because over the break, you heard about uh, Shroman Law and you had my friend Rachel Shroman talking about her legal business, particularly around probate, around uh, creating wills and trusts and all that type of stuff. I just want to make sure I put a plug in for her because she does great work. She happens to be my lawyer and um, you will like her. She is very, very friendly, very considerate and very smart. Okay, there we go. All right, so I am taking calls. I've gotten a couple of calls so far. I'm just so lovely. I just love it. And so give me a call, 952-946-6205. The prompt is, what is the one gift that you've gotten or given this year that stands out? But it's also Free Agency Thursday. So that means you can call me and talk to me about anything if you want to talk about something else. So that's just fine. Now, um, I had started down the road about telling you about my newsletter that goes out every month around this time. It went out yesterday. And um, I've got to tell you, um, it went down to about 9,300 people. People love my newsletter. And one of the – because in the newsletter – you, you all understand right now, if you go on Twitter, just, I don't know, five minutes, and it's going to look like all we do is hate each other. I mean, heck, watch Fox News. 
uh, please don't watch Fox News, but if you happen to stumble on it just for five minutes, it would look like we all hate each other. The reality is we actually care about each other greatly. And what I do in my newsletter is I share stories about how humans are good to each other. I do. The stuff that goes on in this world, I don't know, 80, 100 million times a day, humans being good to each other. But we never hear about it because that's not sexy. It's only the stuff where we're at each other's throat that's sexy, or at least that's what the news organizations, and that would include the MSNBCs, the CNNs of the world. Although CNN, to its credit, has this thing about heroes, where people, are, where they highlight people who are doing great things, and I, I am very appreciative of CNN doing that. Okay, well, hold on. In my newsletter uh, this month, I have a story about um, Meadow, the one-year-old. Golden Retriever, and she is a English cream golden retriever, so she is white. A meadow being lost in the woods near um, no Cairo, New York, not too far from uh, – it's Andes, A-N-D-E-S, New York is where she was lost. And her, her, uh, her parents, her family, um, the Morgans, were distraught. Meadow was actually lost for 10 days. I mean, we're, it's not like, you know, a couple of hours that the dog was gone. Ten days. And the, and the Morgans were distraught. And they placed um, an online, you know, dog missing poster asking for anyone, if they've seen Meadow, to let them know, you know, to grab Meadow, you know, to help keep Meadow safe until they could get there. And that's where um, um, a younger man by the name of Brian James of Cairo, New York, comes into play. You see, Brian is a um, he is a licensed hiking guide as well as a drone operator. And uh, the the area around Andes in Cairo, New York. I mean, this is upstate New York. You got hills, you got woods. I mean, it, if I don't know if you've ever been to upstate New York, it is gorgeous. It's just simply stunning area. And so, but this is in late. You know, this is in November where this is going on and where Meadow now has been lost for 10 days. So Brian James, who does not know the Morgans, but saw the online ad about the Morgans dog Meadow missing. Brian James says, you know what? I'm going to see what I can do to help. So he drives over to the area where Meadow was last seen, the, the woods, deep woods. I mean, we're talking deep woods, you know, think northern Minnesota. Deep woods, not a whole lot of roads. And uh, Brian James uh, launched his drone. And his thinking was the foliage is all gone, the trees are bare, and there's no snow on the ground, and this dog is white. Let's see what I can find. And the, and the drone was equipped with a camera, and, and Brian, as he was – Hovering the drone all over the forest, he was recording what, what images they were seeing and damn, if he doesn't see a spot of white in the middle of the forest. And he's like, I think that's the dog. And so, uh, you know, the drone can only go so far. And so Brian got in his car, drives over to where the drone saw this spot of white. And you see it on the camera. You see you see Brian, he's got now a camera that's down on ground level, and you see him call out to that spot of white, and it is Meadow. 
What a wonderful story. But even, even more touching than that was if you go to – if you go to – all you have to do is Google ABC News, Meadow the dog, M-E-A-D-O-W, the dog. You will see uh, a YouTube video of the Morgans sitting in their living room with Meadow at their feet and you will see the Morgans thank Brian James for having found their beloved dog. And you will see and hear how their voices, the voices of of Mr. and Mrs. Morgan, I'm sorry, I don't recall their first names, you will hear how their voices crack as they thank this stranger who took the time to look for their dog and find Meadow. Wow. Now, listeners, as you navigate the world today and tomorrow and the days in coming, and you are barraged by news of humans not being good to each other, will you remember, please, the story of Meadow, the Golden Retriever, found through the kindness of a stranger who decided he would stop what he was doing and look for this dog. Nothing in it for him. He just wanted to help a family find a lost family member. We all have good hearts, listeners. Yeah, 2% sociopath. I joke about that. That's probably about right. But the other 98% of us are good people. We're just afraid to exercise our empathetic hearts because it's going to cost us time. It's going to cost us money. Oh, my God, I'm going to get it over my head. And rather than exercise our empathetic hearts, we ignore or we run away. But boy, I'll tell you, when we allow our empathetic hearts to show up for other humans, wow, does it matter? Let me tell you. It does. And we can all do this. We can. We're all capable of it. We just have to be willing to do it. So, all right. I'd love to hear from a callers. Everything's got kind of silent there, Patrick. I don't know. Come on. Give me a call. I'm running out of time. You've got me for another, well, 17 minutes or so. 952-946-6205. How often do you get to talk to an idealist? Hold on. Wait a minute. Lynette said, how often do you get to talk to a practical idealist like me? How often do you get that? And call me. Challenge me about my idealism. Share your idealism with me. Come on. You can do that. I'd love to hear from you at 952-946-6205. I told you at the top of the show I would probably give you that number, I don't know, 50 times. Okay. So um, other good stories. So if you had picked up my newsletter, um, these are things that are right in the newsletter. So it's, it makes it very easy to plan for the show. Um, if you had picked up the newsletter – uh, you would see uh, that uh, I write about uh, the home of Medgar Evers, B 
becoming a national monument. Now, those of you who are steeped in American history and the civil rights movement know that Medgar Evers was a civil rights activist in Mississippi and that uh, Medgar Evers was murdered, assassinated while standing in his driveway, shot in the back by a man named LaRouche who went free for a long time until he no longer went free. And so Medgar Evers died. He died a hero and a martyr um, for this civil rights movement. And finally, finally, you know, that was 1963. So finally, we are, what, 58 years later, 57 years later, um, we are making where he died and his work, where he lived to do his work. Um, We have finally made it a national monument. So that's great. Okay, I've got a caller. Lynette has called back. And uh, Lynette, I'll take you again from Chaska, my new neighbor. What, do you, what else do you have for me here? I'm so sorry. Well, you know, the thing is, is when, when you get put on the air, it's, it's always a little disconcerting and it makes me nervous. And I was calling in with my one I, idealism uh, statement. And, I, and you asked me, like, what was a gift? And, of course, I totally forgot. Yesterday, I teach driving. And we were in Minneapolis, and I had a student, and she was doing parallel parking, and there was a van behind us. And usually what most people do in this situation is, oh, they see the student driver sign, and then they have to leave. They have to move because the student driver might hit them. And it, and it makes the students feel really, you know, just yeah. they're trying their best, you know, and they're always nervous. So anyway, so she gets her, and I see a guy in the van. I said, okay, you know, we'll just go slow, and there's the van back there, and there's a guy sitting in the van. And... Um, and so she gets done, and, and then we park it, and this guy from the van walks out, comes up to the car, and she puts the window down, and he goes, that was the best parallel parking I've no. ever seen. Oh, my and he, God. Go. And he hands yeah. her, like, a subway card for $10, <laughs> and she was... So thrilled because they, I'm telling you, these kids, they get so nervous and people are downright mean sure. I and mean, they honk. And this was the sweetest thing. And she was in tears. And I went back and I thanked him and, and, and his name is Andrew. And I said, Andrew, there should be more people like you in the world. You just made her day and my day. Thank you so much. So there, I thought of something. <laughs> hey, Lynette, though, but, but think of it, okay? I mean, Again, most humans are good. They have good, empathetic hearts. And that is just such a heartwarming story, you know? And when we tell those kinds of stories, do you know what happens? We learn. It reinforces for us. It's okay to do that stuff, you know? And so uh, I'm just so thrilled that you called back because I needed to hear that. I did. I, I needed to not be the only one here talking about good humans. Andrew, whoever he is, I, he's an angel. That was just very sweet that he did. So well, anyway. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. And Lynette, thank you for calling back. It's really okay. great. I really appreciate it. Okay, Ellie. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. All right, listeners, we've got to take a break. When we come back, it'll be my last stretch. I'd love to hear from you, 952-946-6205. You're listening to me, Ellie Krug, sitting in for the great Brett Johnson. We'll be back in a second.
And we're back on AM 950. Ellie Krug here, filling in for Brett Johnson. And uh, Patrick, I am so thankful for you to have given me my music for my bumpers. I am just delightful. All right, listeners, you've got me for one last stretch here. Give me a call at 952-946-6205. Tell me what one gift that you've either gotten or given this year that stands out. Um, or it's Free Agency Thursday as well. You can talk about anything that you would like to talk about <clears throat> because I love hearing from listeners. I don't get to do it ordinarily in my regular show that is on Mondays from 2 to 3 because usually I tape that show. It's a very orderly show. However, I've got a caller. It sounds like Mark from Fridley. Mark from Fridley, are you there? You bet, Ellie. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Good. Well, you brought up Robert F. Kennedy Jr., or Robert F. Kennedy. And, um, again, you know, we need to know where the JFKs and the MLKs and the RFKs of today are. Absolutely. And the best way to honor Robert F. Kennedy is to discuss and have a healthy skepticism over what the government said actually happened. And a couple of years ago, there was a guy who was standing next to Robert F. Kennedy when he was shot. His name was Paul Schrade. At the time, he was 91 in 2016. So um, he'd be up in the 94 years old now. But he said that he knew with absolute certainty that Sirhan Sirhan was not the person that shot Robert F. Kennedy. And he has been uh, made a lifelong effort of trying to get um, an, an investigation reopened. In fact, he petitioned uh, Eric Holder with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to try to do such a thing, but it went to no avail. Now, um, this guy, Paul Schrade, was actually shot with Robert Kennedy and had said that the shots that struck Robert Kennedy came from a different direction than from behind with Sirhan Sirhan. And what I would like to be thankful for is that the word woke is becoming a noun, not just a verb, and that people are learning to become healthy skeptics, which is a healthy thing to be. And they appear, hopefully, to becoming a little bit more aware of the information they receive from the news media is just that. It's information. Information is something they give you. Knowledge is something that you have to acquire. And so I'm thankful that I think people are becoming woke to the fact that what they see on television, or if they are a consumer of television based on the premise of they want to be have their own belief systems um, reinforced and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make an effort to steer away from information that is alternate to what their opinions are. Well, but yep. Well, go, I'm go gonna, ahead. yeah, I'm gonna interrupt you, Mark. I, I, you know, I think that absolutely there's a tendency for humans only to want to be in the bubble that's comfortable for them, which means only hearing the things that reinforce the views that we have rather than to challenge them. Now, um, I, you know, I had not heard about this whole alternate theory about RFK's assassination, um, but you know, uh, I 
I, I mean, my memory is that Rosie Greer, uh, you know, uh, struggled to get the gun out of uh, uh, Sirhan Sirhan's hand. So, uh, you know, that – but I'm glad that you bring this to our attention, OK, because it is a marketplace of ideas, right? It is a marketplace. Well, that was, that was one of the things that Donald Trump used as a campaign promise was that the U.S. government is required by law to give an unredacted and wholly accessed view of the Warren Commission report on, on JFK. And uh, they failed to do that. Well, they were yeah. instructed by, by William Barr that that was not going to happen, when in fact it's a requirement by the law and the Constitution. Okay. All right. Well, Mark, thank you for giving us a call. I really appreciate it. Have great holidays, will you? And next time I'm on, give me a call. I'd sure love to hear from you again. All right. Thank you. All right, listeners, uh, you got uh, three minutes. You can give me a call. One last comment, one last thought. What was the one last gift that you got this year or that you gave? 952-946-6205. That probably will be the last time I say the number. So um, I'm going back to the newsletter in the meantime, but give me a call if you'd like to. In my newsletter, I also talk about the fact that the um, uh, associate, the American Institute of Architects last week came out with an announcement. Uh, there had been uh, apparently this raging debate with the AIA. So the AIA is that you know that is the gold standard for architects. They lay out the they lay out the standards and the guidelines and the ethical rules for architects in America. And for at least the last year, if not longer, there has been a raging debate about architects enabling the dehumanization of humans. Huge debate because obviously if you're going to house people in confinement facilities, they have to be built. And in order for them to be built, they have to be designed. And the people that design those things are architects. And so there's been a raging, as I said, debate about architects enabling the dehumanization, the marginalization, the harm of humans. And last week, the AIA, the standard for architects across America, um, as well as the world, the AIA announced from henceforth it would be considered unethical for architects to design death chambers, that is, places where people are executed, or solitary confinement cells. Now, listeners, we talk about dismantling structural racism. We talk about it a lot, but we sure don't do it a lot. This, preventing architects from designing things where humans are put to death or marginalized, that is a step towards deconstructing structural racism. That's what it looks like. That's what it takes. And so keep your eyes open for other professional associations. Can you imagine if the lawyers, the American Bar Association or the American Medical Association or the association that governs accountants or that governs builders in general, whatever those associate professional standards setting associations were, if they instituted rules against the marginalization of humans, imagine how the world might look differently. Okay. It looks like my time has come up on this lovely show. 
My big thanks to Patrick as a producer. Very responsive Daily Krug's request for better music. My thanks to you listeners for putting up with me. I know it's different fare than what you usually get with Brett. I hope that you've enjoyed the change. Thanks to those who called. And if you like, want to know more, go visit my website at elliekrug.com. You can email me at elliejkrug at gmail.com. Hey, Lynette, email me because I'd like to know what the hot spots are in Chaska. Everyone, go out, make the world better. Till next time, take care. Happy holidays. <laughs>